0: Blog Talk Radio. Is clutter spawning your personal growth? Are you emotionally attached to things that you're no longer doing? An accumulation of things that are no longer needed could be what's holding you back. Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Trevesha Williams, host of the Strong Lives podcast. A recent study shows that clutter interferes with an individual's sense of life satisfaction and per- perception of their living environment. And January is National Get Organized Month. Today, my special guest, Barbara Camphill, We'll share how a personal trial led her to discover what she was born to do and how she built an organizing business that from home to workplaces emails and calendars helped others declutter their space and achieve more clarity Thanks for joining today's podcast Barbara you've got a pretty amazing story
1: after fourteen years. Being married to your husband, he announced that he no longer wanted to be married. And to add insult to that, you you were the you were the first person to be divorced in your in your family, and you had adopted three orphan children from India and that you dearly loved. And so, how how did you come through that? Well, I. Lots of help. You know, one of the philosophies that I've used as an entrepreneur for 40 years is together we are better. Because God did not create us to
0: to be alone.
1: Uh, unfortunately, in our society, especially in America, we're often taught, you know, I'm tough. I can do this by myself. I don't need help. Uh, but that's not biblical. That isn't the way we were designed. We were designed to help others. And I had so many people that loved and supported me for which, you know, I was really grateful That's the world that I went to. Um, I'll never forget it. I was sitting in her office and she said, okay, Barbara, you have a blank slate. What do you want? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I said, you know, I, I really have no idea. I was Mrs. Tom. I, we were working overseas kind of like as missionaries, and I expected to be Mrs. Mrs. Tom for the next 50 years. I mean, that was really kind of what I envisioned being a support to his ministry, whatever that was. And uh, she made a statement that changed my life and which has been the core of a lot of the training that I do. And that is, start with what you don't want. I like that. But what you got there? Yeah, start and and just before uh, that divorce happened, I had started. My husband worked for a nonprofit, and at the time we were living in New York City, and he didn't earn enough money to support the family. But I wanted my children to come first, and I didn't think I could be employed by anybody else to have that happen. So I decided that I should listen to what people were complaining about and what. my mother taught me how to be organized. I'm not a naturally organized person, but we grew up on a farm in Nebraska. We had systems. We did things in certain ways. And I soon learned that not everybody has that advantage. Exactly. I had taken, I took $7 out of the grocery money, which was a big deal because I used to walk 20 blocks because I didn't have 50 cents for the bus. Oh, my God. And the ad said, disorganized. I organized a I style kitchen, you name it, called Barbara Hill. I love it. <laughs> the first three calls were from guys trying to pick me up. And, uh, <laughs> and the fourth one was from a widow, a 55-year-old woman whose husband was an attorney. And he had died very suddenly and had left piles of paper everywhere in his office, at home, and in his real office. And she didn't know anything about administrative things at home, unfortunately, Uh, and she was just terrified. And so I went in and started digging through the piles of paper and helping her figure out uh, what to do. And I quickly learned that paper was the biggest organizing challenge, which... You know, it looks like that. digital clutter is really emotional and spiritual, of course, very, very much so. I totally agree. Because when when we're not clear about what God intends us to do, anything is potentially useful. You know, sure. and, and when you're going through life storm, uh, you know, you, you, you prioritize uh, how you're going to use your energy. And a lot of, uh, there's a lot of energy devoted to just war, just warring with the day. How are you going to get through the day and what needs to be done first? And um, and unfortunately, organization, uh, if, if, you're not, if you're not, you know, if there's not any make skills, uh, it becomes, you know, somewhere else. It ends up being put on the back burner. Um, just because, not, not necessarily intentionally, um, it, it could be just that, uh, you know, it's just not that important, as important as the other things that you've got on your agenda. Well, you said a very, very important word in there, Dr. Williams, and that's innate. Because the reality is that very few people are born with innate organizing skills. Right. And, and so um, there's mean them that it like, can, can be learned. really can be be totally lost, but it is a skill that anybody can learn uh, if they practice, Uh, but they have to have, the main thing is that organizing in and of itself has no value. And I suspect that some of the listeners know somebody who spent all their life organizing but they
0: never really
1: have anything to show for it. So when people, when somebody says me, you know, I need help, I always say, to do what? Why would being organized be helpful to you? What does it mean to you? What would you be able to do that you can't do now? How would you feel that you don't, you know, that you don't feel now? So it's really a matter of uh, figuring out what's important. A lot of people are not clear about what their purpose on earth is, unfortunately. And so yeah. we've gotten so far away from being purpose centered and centered and driven, largely uh, due to the change in culture and and uh, how you know our lives are driven by technology more than anything else. Uh, we've gotten away from a lot of just the natural things of life. That's exactly right. And so one of the things for helping people get rid of clutter and and clutter is something that most. Most people have. A lot of people have more than they than they want, but they don't really think it's all that important. But when you ask them about why they haven't done something about it, you get a whole list. In fact, I wrote a book called Less, Plotter, More Life, and my favorite page in the book is a whole list of the reasons that people uh, don't do it. It's, I don't have time. Uh, it's emotionally draining. It's not my stuff. I really don't know what's there. It never lasts it's boring and one the, or and I this is one of the really big ones is I want to be responsible for what I've been given. And one of the big sources of clutter are the things that we have that have been given to us by other people that we love or we respect oh God. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? But we don't know what to do with it and we don't know how to handle it. And the other one is, you know, I'm afraid to get rid of it. I might want It's about looking at it from the biblical principle uh, of stewardship. If we have things that we're not using, but they would be valuable to someone else, then we're stealing, because it doesn't belong to us anyway. It belongs to God. It's, It's to use. And if we're not using it, but other people could use it, then we're taking away from what God really intended So one of the questions that I encourage people to ask about anything is does this, Answers. you mm-hmm. can keep everything you want if you're willing to pay the price and the price is time money and energy
0: so my make job that.
1: Is, my job is not to say to somebody you don't need to keep that but you have yeah. to make yeah. that have to make the decision <laughs> yeah make exactly. like that and then there's a lot of times if there's thing that you haven't looked at in, you know, three or four years, but yet you're, you know, just saving it just, just in case or for some other reason, uh, unknown reason. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, that can see whether that can be a uh, contributing factor as well. But I love the fact that, that you have, you, you came out of what, what for most people would have been an extremely devastating situation, uh, you know, being the first to divorce and, you um, having three children not knowing how you were going to support them and turned it into something amazing. Um, And so that's why I tell people that whether they know it or not, they are turnaround specialists uh, because you're able to dig within and find the resources the multiple resources for the strength uh, to be able to uh, turn your life around and do something very, very powerful with what happened for you. One of my favorite stories, there's a wonderful book by Jim Collins uh, called From Good to Great. And there's a story in it uh, about a high school uh, track team. And the athletes on the team weren't particularly great athletes, but they kept winning. And somebody asked the coach, you know, these guys are not great athletes. How come they keep winning? And the coach answered, we run best at the end. And one of my favorite quotes, is it'll all turn out in the end. If it doesn't, it isn't the end yet. God doesn't waste anything. Everything that. to us. Everything that happens to us can be turned around for our good and for glory. And part of the value of getting rid of clutter is to be able to uncover what is valuable, what your purpose is. And mm-hmm. often people are afraid to do that. Uh, because of their emotional hurts. I remember signing, autographing, I wrote a book called Chaining the Paper Tiger many years ago, which was a bestseller, and I was autographing books at Barnes & Noble in New York City, and I made the comment that the reason people hung on to stuff was because of the emotional loss in their life. And this young right. man came up to me, and he said, he had tears in his eyes, and he said, my mother, he said, my apartment is so full of papers, I haven't had anybody in it for months, And he said, I come home from work at night, and I plan that I'm going to clean this up. And he said, I literally become physically paralyzed. Mm. And he stopped, and he said, are you telling me this? I have to deal with the grief of losing my mother at age six before I can deal with the paper. And I said, Mm. well, I can't answer that because I'm not a mental health professional, but I can tell you what I've seen from experience. And that is, if you will find someone you trust, probably not a family member, But somebody you trust that can help you decide what really is important in those papers. What what papers of those do you want to keep? What of those papers are really serving you to help you accomplish your work and enjoy your life? Not only will it help you get rid of the papers, but it will help reveal to you the things that are really important. I told that story um, at a university when I was speaking, and a woman walked up to me, and she said, you just saved my marriage. Wow, that's, that's pretty dramatic. What do you mean? And she said, I came to this conference with the intent of telling my husband, who's not been married for 13 years, that I was leaving because he's a pack rat and I have allergies and there's all this stuff around the house and I, I just it makes me sick. And then she stopped and the tears came running down her face and she said, I never realized before that it wasn't that he wouldn't get rid of things. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's different. I I said, May I make a suggestion? And she said, Yes. And said, Why don't you say something to your husband to the effect of, I never understood before how important all these things were to you. Let's see if we can figure out a way that you can keep them and we can still live together. Oh, I love that that. That's beautiful. That just changed everything, because in the past, and this often happened, God has a sense of humor, and he puts people, he matches us with people that are very different. I mean, my husband could care less about organizing. He says, that's why I married you. And, and so, but for the first time, her husband felt heard. And, and so, yes, yes they, they put fighting. And I stayed with them for about eight months afterwards, and it made really a dramatic dramatic change so that's a lot of it i mean to be able to impact in a foul way it is, is, is simply amazing and so i you know to, to, to know that you found your passion and that's that's you know part of the purpose for experiences is that you discover your passion you've discovered your purpose um in the midst of the most tumultuous uh experiences and, and now today, you're still helping people eliminate physical and digital clutter, which is frequently caused by emotional and spiritual clutter. I love it. How, how can people find out more about you, Barbara? Well, there's uh, one website that we have that's full of free resources for anyone who wants to get organized. It's called Productive Environment Network. Oh, wow! And you can go there and there's all kinds of videos and just different kinds of things to help people accomplish their work and enjoy their lives. And it has not only to do with physical clutter, but it has to do with taking care of your body. It has to do with routines and eliminating the, the, physical, the emotional clutter in your life of not taking care of yourself and putting others first and Barbara and Phil at BarbaraHemphill.com. Barbara, you've been an incredible guest. I still appreciate you taking out the time to share your trial to trial story. It makes all the difference in the lives of people who listen, and um, because people really do need to know they're not alone and that there is, like you said at the beginning of our talk, uh, there is help and there is hope.
0: There is indeed a spiritual dimension to every. including clutter. I'm Dr. Trevesha Williams helping you live stronger lives.